Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Chapter 8, continued. Section 13. I offered to pass even eternity in this terrible suffering. In her letters to Archbishop Perrier, Mother Teresa had reached the point where she could describe her interior pain in greater depth. It was to the tortures of hell that she now compared the total separation from God she was feeling. Pray for me. Pray that I may have the courage to keep on smiling at Jesus. I understand a little the tortures of hell without God. I have no words to express what I want to say. And yet last First Friday, knowingly and willingly, I offered to the Sacred Heart to pass even eternity in this terrible suffering if this would give him now a little more pleasure, or the love of a single soul. I want to speak, yet nothing comes. I find no words to express the depths of the darkness. In spite of it all, I am his little one, and I love him, not for what he gives, but for what he takes. About ten years earlier, when seeking permission to leave Loretto and begin her mission in the slums, Mother Teresa had written about the poor who suffer most terrible sufferings and then also eternity in darkness, because there are no nuns to give them a helping hand in their own dark holes. She had insisted that it would be worth going through every possible suffering just for one single soul and offering everything for just that one, because that would bring great joy to the heart of Jesus. Now that she was bearing the tortures of hell, her willingness to go further in her love confirmed that her earlier assertions had not been made in a momentary excess of zeal. Knowingly and willingly, she offered to spend even eternity in this terribly painful darkness, if it would please Jesus and make just a single person love him. Her love for God went hand in hand with her love for neighbor. In the same letter, she had unveiled another profound suffering of her heart. I had a long letter from my old mother. At last they received news of me, And it's only now that she knows about the missionaries of charity. In 1948, she heard I was leaving Loretto. And then nothing. So she thought I was dead. Please pray for me. Upon hearing of her daughter's intention to commence her new mission among the poor, Mother Teresa's mother, Drana, had offered her full support and encouragement. Eleven years had passed, 
before any further exchange of letters took place because of the political situation in Albania. This had been an excruciating suffering for both, but Mother Teresa kept silent about it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God are guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. How could Mother Teresa deal with this loss of contact with her own mother? And how could her mother deal with it? Well, first of all, we have to understand the political situation. After the Second World War, when the victorious forces the Allies divided up Europe. The Russians were given a huge part of Eastern Europe under their control. And all the ways that they were running things were communist. And so the political situation in Albania under the communists made it impossible for certain communication to happen. And so they understood this, Mother Teresa and her mother. They understood that there was problem with getting letters in and out. And they accepted this. But Mother Teresa's mother thought maybe she'd even die. She didn't know. There was no way to confirm it, it seems. And what would they do then? Well, the only thing they could do was to entrust the whole situation to God. Did Mother Teresa's mother care about her daughter? Absolutely. How could she not? Can a mother forget her child? The Bible says. Even if she could, God adds, I won't forget you. How often, Jesus says, I've wanted to gather you together like a hen with her chicks, but you have not willed it. This love of a mother for her children is used by God to compare his love for us. And the mother's love is so pure and so strong that Jesus gave us his own mother. Woman, behold your son, she said. And then to the beloved disciple, who represents every beloved disciple, you and I, he said, behold your mother. And so Mother Teresa's mother could not forget her daughter. Did Mother Teresa forget her mother? No. She wanted her mother to get to heaven. She wanted her mother to understand what was happening. But their communication was very difficult. Did Mother Teresa care what was happening with her mother? Yes, we know this because when they finally were able to go back to Albania many years later, the first thing she did to go visit her mother's grave. So how did Mother Teresa deal with this difficulty? Well, 
she entrusted it all to God. She loved her mother. She cared about her mother. What happened to her mother affected her. But at the same time, she had another mission. She was being called to be a mother. And she was having hundreds, thousands of spiritual children who were clamoring for her attention. And so the religious, the sister, the priest has to entrust their parents to God. They have to accept certain things they cannot deal with, certain things they can't understand, and so they entrust it to God like Mother did. But what adds to Mother's pain, what adds to her difficulty, and what should increase her admiration for her, is that all this was happening when she felt disconnected from God. She felt rejected by God. She felt separated from God. So she had neither her earthly mother to fall back on, nor could she fall back, it seemed, on God himself. And yet she didn't give up. In fact, the Holy Spirit inspired her, so full of love was her heart, that she said to the Lord, Okay, all I really want is to please you. And if going through this, even for eternity, would be pleasing to you, I will do it. And what did she know that Jesus wanted? What did she know was pleasing to Jesus? That souls would know him and love him. And why did she know that that's what Jesus wanted? That would please him? Because he said on the cross, I thirst. And she understood that what Christ was thirsting for was love. What Christ was thirsting for was that people would know him, that souls would love him. And the sign of Mother Teresa's incredible love was that she was so fixed on doing the will of the one she loved. She was so fixed on giving pleasure to the one she loved. So she was even willing to go through anything, even the most painful thing, if that's what Christ wanted, if that would give him pleasure. How did she get to this state? Well, not because she just said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try it. We can't force ourselves into this high state of love. But what we can do is be faithful each and every day. If we can be faithful and follow the lights that we've been given, if we can be obedient and loving, then slowly and surely, God will lead us along the path that we are each meant to follow. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.